Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, we've you've just made it all the way through the powers of Matthew Starr. Uh, I don't know if Matt, you were maybe the only one of age that might remember the powers of Matthew Starr. I don't remember the powers of Matthew you Starr it's at all. Really bad. Luke Gossett <laughs> Jr.'s in it. It's about a, a high school kid who is an alien prince. And he's got superpowers. It's real bad. What year? <laughs> 82, 83, something like that. What kind of superpowers? Uh, real lame ones. Uh, like, he can kind of move things. He can move things with his mind somewhat. Uh, it makes a lot of shit turn blue. That doesn't really do a whole lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty lame. I just saw an Lou Gossett Jr. is pretty great, though. I just saw an interview with Lou Gossett Jr. Uh, this morning. And it was, well, I started thinking about a lot. Of, he did a lot of stuff. Did you ever see Enemy Mine? Sure. Movie? Absolutely. I love that movie. Love Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, when I was a kid, I thought that was the greatest movie. I have not revisited it as an adult with taste. Maybe it's, it's, horrible. No, it's worth watching. Is it? It's not like the greatest movie, but right. it's worth watching. That came out, and also Alien Nation with Mandy sure, Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. And both yeah, of those yeah, movies yeah. came out around the same time. And uh, as a child of a d- divorced parents, a lot of movies with dad kind of thing <laughs> yeah, every yeah. other weekend. Saw a lot of horrible shit. Um, Ah, you're a you come from a broken home, Aaron. Did yeah, you I see can, a lot of terrible movies? Yeah, there we went on a run one time of Meteor Man, uh, Mr. Nanny. I mean, there's a there's a whole run of like dad's out of the picture, but there's a new dad in town. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. And they're trying to get you used to the idea. Yeah, they're always rent one, get another one free. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. my mom loved it, man. Yeah. She I saw it. Ghoulies in a dollar theater wow. that I've smelled, seen ghoulies, but smelled I did not. of like that fake butter and vomit, yeah, sticky yeah, floor, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's just like. There's nothing that really brings about the whole fact that your parents have divorced more than bad theater, yeah. area of town you've never been in, <laughs> staying, in an ap- staying in an apartment. apartment. Yeah, because the- my, my dad was just visiting and he didn't want to get the hotel. And it was like, oh, God, it was brutal. <laughs> one, one of those like defining moments of my life was right after my parents split up. Uh, we went to see my mom, my brother, and I. We went and saw a Cop and a Half in a the- in the theater, and I wore a Glenn Campbell T shirt because we were poor. Yeah, and no, 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 because you were awesome. <laughs> nope, Dude. nope, poor. Your dad, uh, <laughs> he was poor. Your dad he, like, did not know who Glenn Campbell was. Nope, I'm wearing your, your dad a shirt wasn't the- just a lineman for the county. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt with a jukebox on it. We had to go into the venture right next to the Dollar Movie Theater and buy me a new shirt because I threw such a fit. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, Dollar Movie Theaters. That's where you went if you were poor. What was the the, the t-shirt you got at the dollars do you remember yeah i remember it was this was in the peak joe bowler phase or joe I, boxer I, I phase know, okay oh, right, 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 and right this right, one right, this yeah, one was yeah. called joe bowler and right. it was just a, a stick figure with a bowling ball in the front of it. that's what, that's what they, it. That's what they had adventure killing it yeah uh well we're not watching powers of matthew star <laughs> this is part two to the previous pilot episode High school USA. USA. <laughs> I need to start first off with an apology. I am okay. sorry I did this to you. Uh, when I watched the Michael J. Fox one, I was like, this is bad, but in a way where it's sort of like there's competency behind it. It's not made for me, but like, I'm sure someone enjoyed this at a point. That pilot is one of the worst things now, I've ever Now, we should seen. say too for the audience because. You, you say okay, what, so you, we watched two. Okay, so if you hadn't watched the previous, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, right? There is there was a TV movie called High School USA starring Michael J. Fox and a fucking who's who, who's yeah. who of talent. Yeah, yeah, huge names left and right. Crystal yeah. Bernard killing the game. Uh, they then a year later, that TV movie was such a hit they made a pilot for a TV series based on this show. Right. 
a bunch of people that were in it went on to bigger and better things. Michael J. Fox is no longer in the pilot. Anthony Edwards he, is Anthony no longer. Anthony Edwards right. is gone. Todd Bridges. Uh, Todd Bridges. Dana I'm Plato. in jail. Right. Uh, <laughs> However, Crispin Glover and John Grice still still, still holding steady holding, on both. Holding both. strong. Yeah. Bob Denver. Uh, Bob Denver doesn't make it to the he pilot. Yeah. No, sorry. But, uh, sorry uh, the Gibson, uh, what's his name? The the uh, the the shitty teacher in the pilot oh, yeah. is he also the blind Nazi in the movie? I can't he remember. may be. He okay, may. Just, well, don't, we're don't explaining. A, we're saying a lot yeah. of crazy shit yeah. right now. <laughs> but we should say that. So when we we went to we sat down to do the first right. uh, podcast, Aaron and I had watched the pilot, and I yeah. had watched but the TV you, movie. You watched the TV, movie. so we said, "Hey, it'll be fun." You watch the pilot, right. and then we'll watch the TV movie, and we'll get back together again and talk about it. And right. I want to say. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Way too much a high school USA. <laughs> Boy. Uh, school is in, by the way. I kind of like that theme song. It has like a real um, you know, Porky's kind of feel yeah, to the yeah. theme sure. song. Yeah. Where like, if that was a movie, that would be playing and like girls get their titties pulled out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would be like, there'd be more like raunchiness to it. It had that feel. Uh, in this case, it's just zany hijinks. <laughs> What's very weird is the movie, the Michael J. Fox version, almost has like a fifty, like a faux fifties kind of Happy Days vibe to the it. American it was graffiti. not that far removed from Grease. In fact, Grease right. Two had, had just yeah. come out, and I think that was part of because it was very like lighthearted yeah. and, and, and TV for the. But it was way more porky than, the, than the, the pilot. The pilot was like, "Oh, I think they're going to fuck on TV." The pilot was, <laughs> uh, also, the pilot, while that had like a fifty, kind of like I said, like a full fifties vibe, like it felt like a like one of those diners that's done up to be like a fifties diner, and they yeah, have to, like, a malt they, shop. They have to sing and shit. The pilot is like hard eighties. Yeah. Uh, a year later, it's very strange. Like there's like guys like oh stockbroker, stockbroker, cell phone, <laughs> cell phone. Like it's just a weird. What, what's funny is you said, you said, oh, the, the TV movie passable, uh, but the the pilot horrible. I think it may just be exhaustion from whoever the writers were for that because yeah. I, the pilot I, I didn't like it as much as the other pilot that no, we watched. B men, B men, right? B men, yeah. But it, comparing the two, I way preferred the pilot to the actual m- movie. It is more fun to watch. Because of it's how so, much work, yeah. and it just so didn't make sense. Plus, I think they shot another hour and a half for the pilot, and then just cut it to an hour because there's just stuff that doesn't make sense. So there's also stuff in the movie. There's a robot in the movie. <laughs> in the movie, there's a robot that is never discussed why there's a robot. Well, Todd Bridges made a robot. Right. There's then, all you need to know. And there's a scene where the robot starts talking to a soda machine, and the soda machine starts sh- shooting out quarters. It's coming. And, it's and coming. Like, it's, yeah, that, that soda, he made that soda machine come. Yeah. yeah, but you're like, oh, so this is obviously a setup for, at some point, this robot's going to have something kind of to do with the movie, right? No. Uh, yeah, he pulls down Anthony Edwards' <laughs> pants in the that... movie. That's the whole point. That the whole gag of that robot is they. So he's made this robot. Okay, fuck this movie. Like this sounds insane because we're talking about <laughs> high school USA. But there, yes, there is a very prominent robot. Uh, Todd Bridges is a nerd. He has made this robot. He's going to get into NASA. Uh, so he has to figure out. There's a scene where he like makes it take a shower to see if it can handle weather or whatever. It's right. real stupid. 
But they keep doing this thing where it's like, robot, door. And it's supposed to open the door, except it just like kind of smashes through the door or whatever. Right. Uh, and robot, uh, beer, robot, whatever. They keep, robot, a thing. And then at the end, uh, Anthony Edwards goes, robot, my pants. And he pulls his pants down. Yeah. It's a very, it's, so... it's very, it's been set up 19 times. And that robot, it's not like a futuristic looking robot. No, it's it like looks like Robbie Lost the Robot. Space. Yeah, yeah, it's like an old robot with a, either a child or a very sad little person yeah. inside of that robot. Because it has to dance a couple yeah. times. <laughs> I know like, we're oh, jumping all around in this, but I, I, we're not going to spoil anything because no one's cares? going back to see this yeah. unless they are just high and, and lonely. And, but uh, yeah. in the movie version, I was so bored in it that I started doing the fast forward through chunks. Where sure, I, was like, sure, I got sure. it. Like I, I want to get the gist, but some of these scenes are so bad, so long. Yeah, and I've you know, t- t- the best setup is there's a a kid named JJ who that's is, Michael J. Fox's character, and he's like the super that '80s character where the the kid is. Uh, wise beyond his years and he's wise cracking. Wise cracking. He's Ferris yeah. Bueller. Yeah. He's Ferris Bueller, but usually Ferris Bueller was the cool guy in school, but in yeah. this one, JJ, the wise cracking, awesome kid, is somehow not the popular kid, and instead, the kid that drives the Targa Porsche is. Yeah. And he's a preppy. He's super right? rich, preppy kid. It's kind of, they're kind of doing a snobs versus the slobs. Right. And, it, and, and Michael J. Fox is going to try to steal, not trying to steal, he just really likes the girl, and he's kind of ending up with the, the preppy kid's girlfriend. Right. And there is the quintessential pink slips car race yeah. toward the end. For $1,000. I don't want to spoil it for you. Who wins? Yeah, However, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I skipped ahead because there is a scene uh, where the car he was going to use gets wrecked. And then all of a sudden, he's in another car that has the weirdest engine I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah, so took- here's where I freaked out. I thought, oh, my God, this is, makes sense. They took the robot and broke the robot down to make this engine because this engine look, doesn't even look like an engine block. Sure. It looks like cardboard with with <laughs> tubes coming out of it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, they clearly, Todd Bridges, built an engine out of the robot. the robot. So yeah. that was the whole point of the robot. So then I was like, well, fuck, i got to go back and watch that. So now I went back to where yeah, I was oh, and kept watching. And when I got to the scene, I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, just, I didn't have to watch any of this, and I did anyway. So there is a cast of characters... Let's talk about the movie for a minute. Try to let's try to focus for sure. a second. Uh, we've you've got JJ played by Michael J. Fox. You've Michael got, Fox. It's not even oh, Michael not J. Got, Fox. Yeah, yeah. It's just Michael Fox. Hasn't even picked point. up a J yet. He hasn't, hasn't earned a J. He'll, he'll earn his J <laughs> later. Uh, Anthony Edwards is the preppy kid. You've got Crystal Bernard from Wings, who right. is like the kind of preppy girl. But the, but she's and she's like Southern girl, but is not the cool girl. Doesn't make any sense. Dana Plato. Dana Plato exists solely to have conversations on her bed on a phone. Yeah. I don't think we ever see her in the school. But her character is the lead mean girl. You would think. Of the preppy girls, except they never really expand on it. Right. She just calls people and goes, like, what dress are you wearing? Right. Well, she's it, doing it, leg lifts. It's, yeah, also, yeah. it's also mind-blowing because I'm suppo- you know, we're so far removed from who these people became. Right. I'm supposed to see... Dana Plato as the Sweet, super yeah. overachieving popular girl, right. not the one who goes on drug binges binge yeah, for the rest. And then I'm supposed toes. to see Todd, <laughs> and I'm supposed to see Todd Bridges as a future NASA robotics engineer. <laughs> so the whole movie, I'm like, all right, this is it's funny where we all end up in life. But uh-huh. Joe from uh, I don't remember her. What's her Joe from Facts of Life? No one knows her name. But she's uh, the main. She's the the like the girl everyone wants. She's the new girl that's just moved to town, but she somehow landed Bo, the rich kid. Right. JJ wants her. She has a JC Penny mom's haircut. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a real glamour shots moment. Very. She has all the sex appeal of a Billie Jean King. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there are this. The TV movie struck me as so dark, so dark. JJ, while we say, "Oh, he's the cool, wisecracking kid," he is, in all for all intents and purposes, feral. Yeah, he has an orphan. No, no he parents. Has yeah. No parents. He has a house. But his parents don't. There's no food. At one point, Todd Bridges is yeah. like, "Hey, why don't you come over? My mom's making stew or whatever." And he's like, "No, I'm fine." He opens the fridge and there's like a half a bottle of ketchup, and that's it. And that's supposed to be a joke. It made me intensely sad. It made me and intensely they never, sad. They never explain the dynamic. I mean, he even mentions he goes down this path of, "Oh, I haven't seen my mom since I was two. And yeah, I see my I hardly ever see my dad at all." And they just never mention it ever again. No, it's very depressing. <laughs> I read somewhere that the. That was supposed to be a pilot for a show. Yeah. It got expanded into a television movie, right. and then they went back and tried to repilot again right. to then make another series. Right. And that would then make sense because while well, they were going to try to have some character development later on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they do they leave so many weird threads in that in that TV movie. Yeah, that don't go anywhere. Don't you keep it. thinking, well, you don't be. We all know we don't. We, I, I can't make a movie. But I know how you're supposed to make a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't just keep saying to the audience, look over there, look over there, no, look over there, look over there, look over there, look over there. And then at the end go, ha, ha, fuck all y'all. <laughs> but there's a thread go, there's a, there are multiple threads in this, like, storylines in this movie. Uh, you've got JJ and Bo fighting for the girl. Right. You've got the fact that Bo's par- super rich parents have offered a prize for the best teacher at the school, which is like uh, all, expa- uh, all expenses paid trip to Europe and $10,000 and whatever, whatever. So all the teachers are cuckolding themselves before <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Right. Anthony right. Edwards. No, yes. what, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which also made me very sad. Yeah. Everything that's supposed to be a joke. You have these grown men that are constantly just like, oh, you're hungry? Here, have my food. Yeah. And like... It's just it's depressing. Well, yeah. there's there's a whole thread of like this relationship between these two teachers. Teachers and her, and, it's well, on yeah. the rocks. It's on the the cusp of breaking <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's because teetering. of this contest. Because and it's also very fucked up. Because the teacher's like, uh, oh hey, I I don't like he's he's super waspy, and I don't know if like. He wants an Italian, like Italian. Maybe, he says maybe, you're Italian, yeah, and yeah. I don't know if I want to bring, bring you around because they like wasps. They like wasps, and she's like, "You're, you're Greek. Greek." She says it disgusting. Yeah, she right. says it to him like a t- Greek. Like, she, she threw a it. piece of baklava <laughs> right at his ass. She's uh, disgusted. Yeah, and they they go on. It, remember, he doesn't want anyone to know that he's dating he her. Yeah. Because she's not attractive enough. There's a lot. You, you're right on the dark. It, he takes her for a first date. She wants to go to the like the opera the or the ballet. Or he takes her to go to a porn a, film. A porn, porn, film. A porn film where no one can, because no one will be there. Mind you, the whole high school is there. Yeah. Except all, all of the, the shop class. Unexplained. <laughs> It's never been brought up, yeah. and that's the scene where the robot also works in the porn. Like, how do you not allude to the fact that these fifteen-year-olds are running a porn theater? theater? How is that never? Very I'm just supposed and, to believe they're all there. And also that the teacher says he's seen that movie already three times. <laughs> yeah. How did he never see the students before? How did he never notice? Job there? I would also like to add that uh, he's trying to make out with her or whatever. In secret, and he tells her to meet him behind the dumpster. Right. The slaughterhouse. The, sla- yeah, the, the slaughter, dumpster yeah. behind the, the slaughterhouse. slaughterhouse. Like, <laughs> women have some dignity. Yeah. He is an 
let's say, 15 years older than her and significantly uglier. He is a... They they want to play him as kind of, like, distinguished. Yeah. But he is, like, a diner cook that they purposely keep in the back <laughs> because they don't want people seeing him when, he eats, when they eat their food. Like, he's, a, he's an ugly man, as is everyone else on the show besides our three leads. Uh, I would like to talk for about an hour and a half about Crispin Glover... And Minnie Lou Ferrigno. I don't know that man's sure. name. But Chucky and Archie. I like to call them Leonard Lake and Charles <laughs> Ng. I don't know if anybody has serial killer knowledge like that, but they're very famous serial killers. Because those two are monsters. Crispin Glover is the, the best part of the whole thing. And, and one, also, he's, this, he's Sling Blade, I think. That's yeah, where they got Sling yeah. Blade from. And also, they're f- both rapists. Yeah. They are... <clears throat> I wrote that. My first note here is, oh, they're going to be school shooters. Uh, and we're supposed to like them, right? Like, you watch a show say, like that they are intended to be, like, the lovable idiots that can't figure out how to, like, talk to girls. It's so bizarre, too, because having seen the pilot, yeah. which was actually made after the, the movie, yeah. they at least do a better job in the pilot of defining those characters and who they are and why they're even in any of the scenes. Okay, because they movie, don't do that in this movie. In they the serve movie no purpose. version, though. Oh, they serve a purpose. Well, to yeah. strike fear into the right. heart of the audience and everyone <laughs> around them. They are horrible humans. Oh, I, I would actually watch a show just with them, and there's something I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, it's about them. It's called Dexter. Yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> They it are maybe what it monsters. Is. They... Assault. The, there's a scene at the carnival where they go into like a like a dark like a like a uh, they fun go house or yeah they go into a fun house and they literally just like they take their clothes off they follow girls inside and they go as soon as we get inside we pounce on them right you're that's called sexual assault yeah but remember in the eighties girls didn't have feelings you no, have to remember no, 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 that no. rights they didn't have rights, rights. okay that's, that's what it is yeah uh, at which point. Uh, <laughs> A girl takes a picture of that guy's butt and then throws up. I don't know. It's yeah, very weird. Yeah. There's, I, do, I would like to talk about those two characters as well, by the way. So we've got them, almost a female counterpart to them. Yes. These two girls. Square Pegs. They were from Square Pegs. Yes. I mean, not, not literally, but that's... But they, the same Square Pegs was out at that same time, and sure. those characters were just ripped yeah. off. Whole, yeah. whole, whole, whole cloth. For sure. <laughs> uh, they are uh, trying to get a picture of Anthony Edwards' butt... To put in the yearbook? Right, because they're trying to win a... a the theme is odd natural uh, yeah. for a photography contest. And they want to... Also, they want to stick it to Crystal Bernard and the rich kid. Right. So they spend the whole movie... Mind you, this to, is storyline 18, I think, is what it is, right? Yeah, there's a thousand stories. I thought you were going to say there were 18. But there's, no, one, no, 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 no one in this show is intended to be an adult. No, Although no, no, some I'm of them are. There's like just so yeah, many yeah, yeah, arcs. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Very right. loosely tied together. Uh, so they go from scene to scene trying to take pictures of his butt. And I kind of liked it in that normally that's two dudes. Like that would be Crispin Glover yeah, and the other yeah. guy's right. role. But they gave it to girls. And I thought that was like kind of an interesting move. Except that they are then also just gross. Like, yeah. I thought, oh, they'll be empowered, and no, they're no. both kind of shitty. No, still. There's no one redeeming. There, there's no one that you really root for in in the. the I don't like Jay, Michael J. Fox. Is a I feel I feel deeply saddened for him, but he's not a good person. Like no, he, the, the also, woman is clearly in a relationship with somebody else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, regardless of, of what you going like on, him or not, she tells him multiple times, "So please leave, leave her alone. me alone." Yeah, and she, no, they call this persistence. No, they call it stalking now. 
They're yeah. Anyway, so Crispin Glover, I, I don't even know where to start. They continue to harass women. <laughs> uh, I think it's not Bob Denver. It's uh, yeah, Bob Denver. Bob Denver, Denver. Yeah, yeah. Bob Denver is one is is Crispin Art Glover's dad, right? And he's a, and he's a drunk. He's a fucking he's alcoholic. A huge drunk. That also is like the best something salesman. Oh know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's something pet, real pet shitty. Products pet products, yeah, yeah. It's unnecessary. Pet products. But he's able to buy like they use that to explain why he's able to buy this gorgeous car. Fire, he's wearing like this firebird. Yeah. He's it's wearing a nice firebird. He's got on like this kitschy jacket. You yeah. know, I mean, he looks like a salesman, right? And, and you're like, oh, it, you think your dad isn't the the best pet to, uh, supply salesman in the state or whatever? Like, there's that no reason to know that. Well, it's supposed to be a way to explain why he has money that he can afford this car. Yeah. But guess what? It doesn't. You're yeah, the best no. pet supply salesman in the state. What's that? 20, like 12 grand a year? <laughs> like, it's not a good salary. Uh, they steal his car. Michael J. Fox is going to use that car in a race where, I, from all I can tell, Joe from Facts of Life is the prize. Uh, <laughs> they crash the... It's so fucking convoluted. Yeah, but that... You, you, that- there's no, there's no part of my brain doesn't think that all that that story arc is then taken and done much better in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Sure, yeah. you know what I mean. Wait, wait, am I thinking the wrong movie? It's not no. Fast Times, is it? Not we, fast. Which one are you talking about? Where, where the the football player Forrest Whitaker uh, crashes the fast car. Fast Times. That is yeah, fast, fast Times. Fast. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. That's the same car. Sure. That's the same like Firebird, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's almost the same runaway chase scene. Uh, and then, my, oh, my brother's going to kill me. And instead, it's my dad's going to kill me. It's so similar. Right. The part of me is like, I have to believe that this movie was watched at the time. And then he said, oh, I'm going to. Let's just make this good. <laughs> or just like it's like a wink, wink, nod, nod, nudge, nudge. Like, hey, let's yeah. let's just, let's let's do the. It was so weird how much they they mirrored each other. Anthony Edwards gets Crystal Bernard to agree to go fuck Crispin Glover and his friend. She's going to get another friend. They're na- like they pretend to be like punk rock girls, punk girls. Right. named like Snake and Slut. Slime, I right. think what or Slime, something yeah. terrible. And they're gonna g- make no mistake. Their intention is to go fuck those two kids. There's no hesitation. She grabs his dick. Yeah, on camera. It's a TV show. It's very weird. Uh, so they're going to go fuck these guys to distract so that, that the car won't be available for the race. Right. Right? Because uh, they'll be in the car. They're like, you got to give us a ride, and then we can go fuck on the beach or whatever. Uh, they crash the car because she touches his thigh, and he loses his mind. And he comes, he, comes min, immediately. Min, mini Lou Ferrigno can't drive <laughs> when a girl... He says, I, I can't drive if I'm distracted. Yeah, a girl touches him. He... He's driving. He's got hands on the wheel. <laughs> she touches him. He lunges into lunges. the midst of, like a, a fucking cry, like a criminal while driving, and then the car proceeds to drive for two and a half minutes with no one steering it. <laughs> he says, "Well, no. If you remember, Crispin Glover reaches over from the back seat oh, and right, he grabs he the steering wheel. He can't wheel. hit the brake. But Minnie Lou Ferrigno says, "My foot is caught under the brake pedal, and it is caught under the brake pedal. But having your foot caught under, under the, the brake, brake pedal, pedal does not make a car. I don't know if you've ever driven a car with a big block V eight. <laughs> But it does not accelerate with zero gas being applied to it. <laughs> it does. It Those does when you're big f- engines have to be fed so much gasoline <laughs> to go. And that now, if you remember during that too, this was a really awesome part of the movie. And I don't know if you caught this because I'm glad you brought it up because right then, right when she reaches over to kiss him, what, do you remember what song starts? No, no, I did not. It's not Wipeout. Okay, but a voice goes. 
shot and then the song goes and then if you remember the beginning of the movie you hear and I'm like, this is life in the fast lane, except they put two extra notes in it. And so how the whole, I'm like, did Vanilla Ice write the soundtrack? Or just like, I'll add one extra note, and then we don't have to pay any licensing royalties. There are three different very popular songs. I can't remember the third one, but I kept noticing... You all just took hugely popular songs at the time, right. didn't want to pay licensing rights, and went and had someone write the song, and you said, make it sound exactly like this, where we won't get sued. And I think they still probably got sued, but it, that part was awesome. That's pretty great. Uh, Michael J. Fox hangs out in the auto shop at school. Of course he does. Yeah. Because he's clearly mechanically inclined. I don't where know. everybody is in their 30s. Everyone is older than the teacher. <laughs> uh, well, see, one guy, Jonathan Grease's gag, his character's gag is that he's, he's too old. old. Right. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He shaves he in the shaves reflection of a hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there is that, I don't know the guy's name. I can only assume he was a char- a comic at the time. Kind of goofy like that? Yeah, because I see he him was being a, a bunch of comic. I can only and- assume. And and he kind of did that character in a bunch of things. He uh, wasn't the guy that played Skippy later on no, in one of the... No, no, no? Not, no that was a different guy. Okay. I think so. Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of Boner. Um, it might be Skippy. He, did, he, he was in... when I it, Because of my age, I, I saw him on a lot of like walk-ons on shows... Uh, he was always a kid who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't the Skippy kid though. Now I'm. He now wasn't I'm Mark, actually, Mark Price from. Yeah, it's Mark Price, and he wasn't Mark Price. But he he was in a lot of stuff, and then kind of disappeared after that. But yeah. yeah, he he keeps. But some of these characters look. They all fulfill the same role. Right. You could have had one friend of Michael J. Fox who was an older weird guy, or just anything. I mean, you. Instead, they try to put. I think they had just watched. It doesn't. It feel like they just watched Grease and said, "Well, he needs to have ten friends in yeah, the yeah, auto yeah, shop yeah, with him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't. Their their different roles didn't fulfill anything. Even when you watch, oh, um, uh, Pony Boy, The Outsiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. like those. Are, that's a band of brothers, and they're all sli- only slightly different, but they all fulfilled some role. There was some reason for them to exist. And there isn't in this movie. Oh, they all watch porn together. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a porn club. Uh, <laughs> Bo is played multiple times as a domestic abuser. Like, he, uh, every time he gets angry, I get frightened for that right. girl's safety. And of it's course. not like he gets angry and it's supposed to be like, oh, he's, oh, he's angry. But it's like he is going to hit that girl. <laughs> uh, I, everything, every character in this show is like one degree away from this being a serious. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and like, Anthony Edwards or Bo. Yeah, whenever he's mad at someone, he brings with him this coterie of Abercrombie and Fitch models <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. go with him everywhere, and then you feel like they're going to help hold the girl down while he beats him or hold yeah, the guy down, and I'm like, this is. This is, I think this is the NFL. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. All the NFL has, where you have eight other guys that help you assault somebody. It's such a bizarre... There's that one scene when they're at, for some reason, they're at a school carnival that happens to have actual carnival well, rides. Yeah, there's a full and, Ferris wheel. And Michael J. Fox, and and, and, and Bo's being an asshole to, to Joe from Facts of Life, whatever right. her name is. 
And she says, all I want to do is ride the Ferris wheel. And he's like, I ain't got time for it. Line's too long. Why don't you go ride? Line's too long. Here's $100. And then Michael J. Fox convinces the carny, hey, she only has three weeks to live. Can we get on the Ferris wheel? They get on. They're riding around. And it's all to set up the fact that at some point, Crystal Bernard, who wants in Bo's pants, goes, oh, Bo, look up there. And you get like a... And they stare, and you're like, oh, shit, here it comes. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to beat him up. And then it blacks out to where you would have a commercial, and then it comes back to like a week later. And I'm like, wait, (laughs) did you just set up a fight, and there's no fight or anything other than it goes straight to Dana Plato going, what are you doing hanging out with that damn J.J.? What's J.J.? What's his last name? Breaker or something? Manners. Manners. J.J. Manners. What are you doing hanging out with J.J. Manners? I heard that you were seen... On the Ferris wheel, with they were him kissing. Last week. She kissed him on the cheek. Yeah. Well, oh, they're, they're on the phone, and she gets a phone call, and it says, uh, "You have an incoming urgent call from I think it says JJ Manners." Yeah. Oh, and she says, "I gotta go," and then she hangs up and waits for several seconds for the phone to ring. Has another conversation with him, and then Anthony Edwards calls her and is like, "Who are you on the phone with?" It's right. just, it's chilling. <laughs> it's really chilling. Um, Do you know why she hung up and waited? What's that? Why she hung up and waited? Yeah. Do you no. remember? Do you remember that? That was that was that call break. What yeah, was yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you could break, you could ask the operator. Yeah. To break call, into a call. See, I I remember call waiting. No, sure. no, no, no. Call waiting was later when he would go. Dick, dick, yeah, yeah, dick, yeah. yeah. Like, hold on, and you got, calling. oh, someone's calling, and you could click. But over. you could pay. Yeah. In the, the old days, you call AT and T, you dial this number, and you got and a you busy. Say, if you got a say, I have to do a break, a call break in. Oh wow. It called break in. It had it, but it had some. And they would go, okay, and then you would give them a name, and then that's what, when they hung up, it would take like 30 seconds, because you would, you would just wait, and then it would ring on your end, it right. would pick up the phone, and it would ring on their end, and they'd pick up the phone. Man. That's, well, they were, they were true to it, I guess. They were, <laughs> but that, that, was, that was cutting-edge technology when they showed that in that movie. Uh, so, there's so many weird stories happening here. Uh, there's a crazy... There's, so they crash the car. Now they need uh, he needs a, a fast car to beat fucking Bo's Porsche. So they take a, a they steal a bus. And the guy who steals the bus is the intonation is that he's retar- he's like he's like a retarded guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's mentally handicapped. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie, they just send this guy on weird errors and mock him. Yeah. They're and, very mean to that. They have man. him steal a full city bus. They steal a city bus that he crashes into that garage. Yeah, yeah. That is like someone's business. It's like one of their uncle's garages or whatever. So that's tens of thousands of dollars yeah. of, of damage. They steal the engine from that bus and put it in the car. I guess that would work. Like, no. I, well, here's, no. Here's what, here's what I no, mean to say. No, it would not. Here's what I mean to say. Theoretically, that's probably a pretty strong engine. To be able to pull a bus, right? 4,000 horsepower or something they say in there. Some It would be so much weight (laughs) on that car. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And then also Topper's just like, oh, by the way, I put like nitrous in it or whatever the fuck. He's like, if you're failing, like you're losing, hit this button or whatever. It's like a rocket at the back of the fucking bus. Uh, He wins the race. Wins the girl. And then the show continues for another 15 minutes. They have to go to prom afterwards. It's the most inept <laughs> double ending. Like that's the that's the end. He won the race. But can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine at the end of Footloose if they had had the dance 
Yeah, and, and then, then for 15 minutes later, yeah, we just watched prod. another story happen <laughs> after the dance at the end of Footloose. Like, yeah. That's what I was just like, what is, what is going on? It, it was, but there was no like, sense. there was another robot moment right there. Yeah. Like the, the 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 bus engine was going to create so much heat. Oh right, that right, it right. Have fucked he, up. The oh car. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is so right. Now I just I just realized something that doesn't make any sense. You are 100 percent right. <laughs> the engine was going to create so much heat that it was going to melt the car, and they had. Made the robot as such that it could go into space and it had to be heat resistant. Yeah. So Todd Bridges is like, I'll, I'll sacrifice the robot <laughs> to heat the fucking, to protect the car from the heat so of the So the engine. robot was used. Yes. Except that then the fucking robot's just back when yeah. they go to the There's dance. no explanation. What happened to his heat shield? The whole point was they took the fucking robot apart to put the car. <laughs> I just realized that now when yeah. you just brought that oh. up. And now I'm, I'm legitimately angry. But wait, wait. That does make sense. Because the one thing I was going to say is that it was never explained to me is when, when J.J. Manners comes out to go to prom, he walks out to get in his car, and the engine is just gone. And I, <laughs> but there's no explanation. But the explanation must be they took the engine so yeah, they could they rebuild, rebuild the, the robot. robot. I guess. Uh, I guess Here's what they the figured was, let's not do 25 minutes at the end of after the race <laughs> explaining that part. Look, the, it's a hard movie to follow, not because it's complicated, but because oh, we it's haven't mentioned so the blind boring. Nazi teacher it's yet. It's so <laughs> boring. The blind Nazi teacher is one of the greatest MacGuffins ever <laughs> in a film. The whole movie, I'm like, what's this guy going to be up to? When are we going to discover that he's actually Josef Mengele or something? And it just turns out that they, well, they play out. He is a Nazi. Right, but why? No reason. No idea. He's, he has a German a shepherd a seeing German eye shepherd. <laughs> The German je- shepherd's uh, 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 Shotzi is the Shotzi. Shotzi! Nine! Shotzi! That's true. Screaming at Shotzi through it. But there's no explanation as to why we're seeing a blind, but all-knowing, all-seeing yeah. well, Nazi. Well, they also want us to feel bad for him. At one point, they, they were saying, oh, they, they were pitching it they're like, this guy's a real hard-ass and he hates when you're late. Yeah. But then how could you do that to poor old whatever his yeah, Nazi yeah, yeah, name yeah, yeah. is? It's like, nobody so, feels bad for that guy. So Anthony Edwards puts a stake in Michael J. Fox's backpack uh, so that Shotzi will chase him. Correct. Uh, chasing them all through the school. He's jumping over lunch tables, blah, blah, blah. It's actually the kind of thing that uh, Michael J. Fox at the time was very good at, that sort of physical comedy. Sure. He's, he was like genuinely very good at that. Stumbling around a corner. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Really sliding into yeah. it. Uh, the dog tackles him. He's being attacked <laughs> by the dog. Everyone shows up, and they're like, they pull the stake out of his bag, and they're like, how, how dare you? <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, they're so yeah. mad. At Michael J. Fox, how does anyone think he's responsible for this? They said it's what a is, mean joke to play on the dog. On the blind guy. But that's a terrible... Your prank was to almost get bit yeah, by a dog? Yeah. That is a terrible prank. <laughs> Clearly someone did that to it, it made me very angry. A lot of things made me angry and sad. I had a lot of emotions while I was watching this movie. I was deeply fucking depressed for many people. I was frightened for many people. I was... I was watching this alone and in my in my room, and my girlfriend came in in the scene where Chucky and Archie, Chris McGlover, and Lou Ferrigno Jr. are going into that that house, and they say like, "Oh, they, they make some insinuation that they're going to do what they want with these women when they're inside there." And as soon as that scene came on, my girlfriend walked in and just went, "Oh!" and immediately walked back out. <laughs> that is the correct <laughs> response. Can we say that this movie did not age well, no. especially in the climate that we are yeah. in uh, in this country as of now with, with everything going on because the 
half of the gags are I'm going to rape somebody. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Like, and it's just uh, like high five. Yeah, exactly. And it's just yeah. like, oh, that's that is not aging well at, like, at all. Like uh, the, the two the two photographer girls drill a hole into the boys' locker, locker room. room so they can take a picture. <laughs> and and they're and the. And then uh, Anthony Luke Edwards Ringo is like, puts his butt in there. yeah, they're they're like, hey, has that hole always been there? And Anthony Edwards says, no, plug it up. So they shove a guy's ass through a <laughs> dick-sized hole in the wall. <laughs> and as soon as his ass comes through the wall, the girls just have the, the uh, this visceral negative they're reaction. So to disgusted by that man's ass. That guy's ass has to. It's the worst ass ever. This uh, the the movie was written. In one pass, there was there were zero rewrites, <laughs> no rewrites, zero rewrites. So that's why a lot of stuffs aren't explained because nobody had to turn. The, and it was also written by somebody who had uh, had, had never been to high school. I think like it just does not make sense. <laughs> the writing uh, credits are, it should just say eight ball on it. <laughs> they <laughs> sneak in. Uh, the two girls sneak in and take try to take pictures of him. At, they think they're at his house. Uh, oh yeah, they think they're Jesus. they think they're taking pictures. They set up cameras to take pictures of what they yeah. think is his bedroom, <laughs> but it's actually the parents' bedroom. And and when they go look at the pictures later, the one girl goes, "Why is Mrs. Middleton in a nurse's uniform?" And then the other girl goes, "That's not Mrs. Middleton." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're supposed to be like, "Ew, gross! That dude wore a girl thing." It's so fucking <laughs> dumb. Uh, the blind Nazi is very weird. Uh, also, the car crash payoff to the car crash and the dad being a drunk is that the car crashes and the dad calls. Like, this is how much of an alcoholic he is. The dad calls the son and says, uh, Hey, my flight landed early, so I'm going to get really drunk. Uh, so you need to come pick me up from the airport. Correct. At 15. Uh, at 15. And he just got his license, right? He, he does not have his license. I do not believe he has his I license. Think, I think at that point, he had gotten like the week before. Oh, okay. And the father says. It's my brand new perfect car yeah. that I haven't yet to drive. Right. Will you please take that perfect car and come pick me come up? Come pick me up. That car has been smashed to pieces. By the way, this is a, uh, a Firebird. The, the Firebird that you all know. The gold one with the, the eagle on the on the hood. Yeah. And he and then when he shows up, he shows up already with like five buddies. And I don't know if you've ever been in one of those cars, but that's the maximum people you could put in that car. So I don't even know. They, they uh, go to meet him in the airport. They go meet him in the airport. They get him drunk. Drunker. They, they tell him, like, oh, your son made the football. Your son's the quarterback in the football team. And yeah. <laughs> that literally should have just go like, this faggot? Like, I, <laughs> I don't like saying that word, but that's 100% his response. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, yeah, congrats. Let's drink. Like, so he gets just drunker with some children that he knows. Right. Uh, they then put him in the fucking smashed up car with some branches on it. Like he was driving, and it's like you insisted on driving. And they and wait for him did. just to wake up on yeah, his yeah. own too. They don't smack him in the face, no. throw some water on him. They all just sit in that car for like forty five minutes. <laughs> and it's just daylight. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's daylight the whole time. By he the way, this is Bob drunk. Denver. This is Gilligan. This is Gilligan, Gilligan, who finally wakes up and goes, "Oh my god, what's happened? Is everyone okay?" And they pretend to wake up like they're all, all knocked, been out. knocked out. Yes. Uh, so you know, just a good. Fun, lighthearted, drunk driving gag. But then that never gets brought up ever again. Well, that's they're, they're off the hook at that point. That's it, because he thinks he smashed the car. <laughs> uh, because he is a fucking idiot. He's such a drunk. Uh, so then the robot pulls fucking guy's pants down. Uh, that's kind of this, like, I, it's set. We did a. You think we did a poor job explaining this and made it very convoluted? It is that convoluted. It jumps all over the place all the time. It never really finds its footing. 
the one thing I will say for a positive for it is whoever saw it and was like, oh, we're going to take Michael J. Fox, and we're going to take Anthony Edwards, and the rest of you, you live a good life. Like, it was a good vehicle for those two actors. Like, you could see that they were both, like, better than this. But there, there's this whole subplot of, like, the $10,000 and the trip to Europe. And <laughs> right. so the, the two teachers who, like, this woman who's in a, a horrible, abusive Trapped in a terrible relationship. Yeah, yeah. They end up reconciling. But that, that award never gets, like, this. No! I don't know that who never won brought, that award! Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, it's a madness. Did, wasn't this, didn't this come out after Midnight Madness? I think... I don't know what... I Midnight think Michael Madness Fox... Is. Michael Michael Fox was a uh, fag of beefy... Uh, uh, do, Anybody remember that movie? Midnight no, Madness? I don't no. know Midnight when Madness. When Midnight Madness tries also, did you to say, continue... what? What horrible slur did you just use? By it's way? not a, even a slur. I, for some reason, this guy just goes faggot beefy at one oh, of the. Oh, so it's a quote. Like he can't <laughs> okay. read. He can't read a, a word. Someone's written down a word, okay. and he doesn't understand how to. Midnight Madness came out in 1980. So this is okay. Midnight Madness is definitely before so, this. Michael J. Fox had already helmed a movie. Oh, he already had his break. Okay. Yeah, and he'd already done almost this kind of the same cool character. But Midnight Madness had tons of convolutions in it. Okay. But it was because... David Naughton? It was sort of like It's a Mad, 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 Mad World or one of those. So it was a hijinks movie. And having all of the different, or if you, do you remember that for, for for a lot of your listeners, dude, where's my car? Sure, there's yeah. so many convolutions, but they they're there for a reason because they, they tie guys, up they and make you're a just point like, to tie them up neatly. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a real movie; you don't expect it. It's not a real life movie, sure. right? There's fucking space aliens yeah, for yeah. for Christ's sake. But you go, I get it, and it's it's a heightened reality, and it's and it's fun, whatever. I feel like they tried to do that with this, but they just didn't. And, they and definitely did. I don't know that they tried. I think that was their, now, t- their attempt, and then it just didn't go anywhere. But they got better at the pilot, I feel like, when I, they made the pilot they, for the television it show. It got so much worse. Do you? Okay. I think it was so, like, what I will say about this show, as convol- uh, the, the film, as convoluted as it is, there's competency behind the directorial effort, the act it, it it is made by people that know what they're doing. I don't know that I can say the same thing for the pilot <laughs> on a lot of levels, not the least of which is that they cast a 38-year-old man to play Michael <laughs> yeah. J. Fox's role. It is very weird. He, he was old. He was supposed to be the next yeah, yeah. breakout. He was a stand-up was, comedian. I didn't know him as a stand-up, but he'd been in a lot of movies. I knew him from a lot, like Jaws 2 and a bunch of shit. And this was, he, it was supposed to be a huge breakout thing for him and a, and a star vehicle for okay. him. And that's why he was put in to, oh, now that I say that, I think that this guy that is in the pilot actually yeah. replaced a guy who uh, was supposed okay. to be, who at the last minute bailed. I'm try- I, cause I read- bailed when he thought that most of the plot was going to be about statutory rape. Yeah. It is weird. <laughs> that, so, half of that movie is him trying to fuck that teacher. And that teacher being very into it. Real and into other it. teachers seeing it and being like, oh, that lucky son of a bitch. Like, yeah. it's... Okay, so that's why I think I was way more into the action. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, this sounds more like my actual high school," and I can I actually. So, so here's the pilot. Uh, you get rid of uh, Michael J. Fox. You replace him with a middle-aged man going through divorce. <laughs> uh, you get rid of Anthony Edwards. You replace him with some dude. Yeah. Uh, most of the cast after that is pretty similar. Crystal Bernard's still there. You got the two. But, but Crystal Bernard is playing a different character. 
a she played... similar yet different character. Yeah. It's not the same name, but it's like a similar character. Uh, then, but most of like, you're right. She's like most... a rich kid's, she's right. the rich kid's boy, uh, girl. Yeah. Boy. Right. Um, Crispin Glover and Minnie Lou Ferrigno are still there. Uh, Jonathan Grease <laughs> is the guy who fucking shaves. I love that we've just named this dude Mini Lou Ferrigno and refused to learn his name. I will not learn his name. <laughs> I won't learn his name as a character or as an actor because I promise you he did not go on to do shit. He, but he was in another one of the 80s uh, Let's Get Laid movies and I can't remember which one it was. But all it was of like, them are It was like fun. one of like the Going All the Way uh, or yeah, Easy yeah, Street yeah, or one of those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> him clearly from... Or yeah, shit. I yeah. clearly remember him from... from I, I was really into those movies uh, as a as a virgin. Like I sure. thought that's how... Oh, I yeah, thought yeah. that's how... That's I thought how the world worked. Yeah. I thought that's how the world worked. Try to yeah, watch fucking Revenge of the Nerds now and root oh, for who's hard. supposed to be a good guy. It's hard. They are <laughs> monsters. Uh, the only people that you can like are the jocks because they're just kids working hard at playing football. They're kind of shitty, but they're not full on rapists. He fucks that girl in a haunted in like a in that he pretends to, to be Darth Vader with a mask on. He, he Ted wears McGinley. Darth Vader mask pretends to be Ted McGinley so he can have sex with the girlfriend. He then takes off the mask and as opposed to going ah punching him and running away, she goes, "Oh, you were so good. I just can't you raped me into love. It's the most horrific fucking thing in the world." And they're they, spying on those women they and just put cameras oh. in there, but that is the like they put cameras in the girl's showers is a plot in Law and Order SVU. That is, those are <laughs> villains. And we are supposed to like these people. Uh, let's, okay, let's talk about this pilot. Um, very similar. We've got the rich kids versus the poor kids, except in this case, are gonna, who's going to make the best float in their school pride parade <laughs> or some horseshit? I don't even know what it was. What do you mean horseshit? Of course. You know, all schools had a gigantic... <laughs> Float-infested parade <laughs> that they spent thousands of dollars on. I would like to ask this question. How do Bo Middleton, the rich kid, and yeah. his friends, and Michael J. F- J. J. Manners... Go rather, to the same school? How do they go to the same school? They <laughs> don't live... They shouldn't live in a... T- right, Bo Middleton flies in a French... Parade float designer? Yeah. I don't know what that man's <laughs> career actually is. Yeah. But he flies in from Khan, this French man, to design the rich kid's float. He does it every year. He makes the best floats. Uh, J.J. Manners has no parents and no. lives in an abandoned house. I don't understand how they're in the same school district. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and he befriends the shop. He befriends like the shop class kids. Yeah. And they build the shittiest float. I, I have so many questions about... Right, so here's So they build... Just, all right, so what's our theme for the float going to be? And uh, they say, well, they have three different ideas. The the two rapists want it to be uh, nude beach. <laughs> nude beach. Uh, uh, the, the guy who legitimately says at one point, Jonathan Grease says, I, man, I don't want to deal with this. I got a wife. I got two kids. I'm 26. <laughs> Get him away from these children. Yeah. He's not allowed to still be in high school. You're 22. You max out. You you can't do that anymore. I want to say he's probably 20 or 21, but whatever it is, you can't be in high school at 26. He wants it to be a Vietnam yeah. <laughs> for some reason. And then uh, the <laughs> J.J. Manners friend who shouldn't exist, serves no purpose in this show at all except to just show up and be like, hey, you're supposed to be somewhere. Uh, he wants the Eiffel Tower for some reason that is never explained. Yeah, so don't, they, they combine. So they go, well, yeah. let's do all three things. So there is a beach, 
Vietnam and the Eiffel Tower <laughs> on this truck, and it's it's pure garbage, right? They, yeah, they're yeah. terrible. It's horrible. Just a, it's, it's just garbage. There's like a, a, well, it, a kiddie pool with a cardboard cutout palm tree next to it or whatever. The, at one point, the rich kid sends his two lackeys to go stab it. Like, he's like, they're like, oh, I think maybe they're going to have a really good float. Like, they seem really, like, confident. So go, like, go over there and sabotage their float or whatever. They show up, they see the float. Like, go find out if it's good, and if it's good, fuck it up. They come up, they see the float. Just turn around and walk away at that point, right? Like, you've seen the float, your French millionaire design, (laughs) and it's it's like a Rose Bowl float. Yeah. You see this piece of shit. You don't have to worry about sabotage. Just leave. He, they then, like, kick the, the float is such a piece of shit that it has to have blocks under the wheels to keep it from just rolling away. (laughs) They move that, and the fucking float rolls down the street, and we get a, uh, you can't see my air quotes, hilarious sequence of uh, the goofy guy climbing onto the float and then riding around. But it eventually the, winds up in the lake. Well, the float doesn't end up in the lake. That's the most ridiculous part. This thing goes, it's a long, it's a minute and a half of this thing avoiding cars and blah, blah, blah. Nothing happens Nothing. to the float. It, Nothing just, it just comes to a stop by the lake and he <laughs> falls off. But they also, they, the whole time that, that, that this float is being poorly built, they're blaming Michael J. Fox for its poor construction because he's too busy trying to fuck this teacher. There's a substitute teacher that shows up. So, yeah, so, when you say Michael J. Fox, you mean the fake Michael J. 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 Manners. J.J. Manners. J.J. Manners. Yeah, Michael J.J. Manners. J.J. Manners 2.0. He's basically wearing the same shirt. That's like the connection. There's a substitute teacher that's showing up. She is, and I don't want to like judge women, but I'm going to, uh, exceedingly average. Right? She's she's a substitute teacher. She, she looks like she could legitimately yeah. be a substitute teacher. Yeah. Michael J. Fox is in, like, the principal's office at the time, and they're having this conversation about, oh, you got to fucking buckle down and do the work or whatever. And uh, she shows up, and the both of them are like, ah, ooh, tongue yeah. roll out their mouth. Car- right. They both turn into cartoon wolves. Yeah. Uh, and they proceed to have almost a competition... Where Michael J. Fox, just the grossest line, uh, he's, uh, the, t- the principal says, oh, can I take your coat? And then Michael J. Fox says, can I take your dress? And she says, I'm going to like it here. Yeah, I'm no, going to like you, it here. Listen, Mary Kay Letourneau, you got to knock this shit off. <laughs> At one point, they, they both, they both like, walk in on her doing like some fucking flash dance she's in the gym. Like, yeah, she's yeah. doing like sweaty, <laughs> like, it's not, it's not aerobics. It's like aerobics done at yoga speed. It's very weird. Who's the guy in New York that's in so much trouble right now because he kept uh, he would just go up to women and then rub his crotch on them? And he's a, he's a director. He, he's in in all this stuff. It starts with a T, I think. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know there's a ton of them. It's hard to find I, out. I know it's hard. There's to so figure many. Out. Yeah. So it's not Weinstein. It's not Brett Ratner. No, no, no. It's and this is a guy who's older now and made tons of movies. But it, it, I almost feel like that's who wrote oh, this fucking movie. I know who you mean. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it just has this gross element of like you imagine whoever wrote it was just like, oh, and what if, what if you, you, you could, you could, your principal was into a girl, but you could get that teacher before your principal could. Like, it's and such a weird fantasy life anyway. The other weird, the, what's really the gross fantasy is that you can be wildly inappropriate with a woman and she's going to be into it. That's the weird gross fantasy. Yeah, there's no, at no part does she push back. She's, uh, at one point, 
he fought, like he's across. He's in a diner. He sees her across the street. She's going into the laundromat. He shows up. He's like, "Oh, Miss, whatever the fuck." And she's like, eh. "She's like, she's in." She is flirting with him at every fucking corner. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. To the point where the teacher, who like is kind of awkward around girls, he can't like he is, he he says he keeps going like, "Okay, well, night, night," and then walking out and be like, "Night, night." What the fuck am I doing? At one point, he sees the two of them. He's like, oh, she's so into him. He says that. Yeah. About an adult and a child. A student at his school. Inappropriate. It's, it fucking blew my mind. Uh, so he goes into the laundromat, and they're talking, and they're flirting the way like the way men and women do in laundromats in every film since the beginning of time. <laughs> she drops a pair of her panties on the ground. He picks them up. Like, she's, like, putting stuff in the laundry, and one falls. He picks them up, and then there's this pause where he, like feels them in his fingers oh, and like yeah. looks at them for like two beats. Yeah. And she's like <laughs> and like takes them and puts them in the fucking thing. <laughs> I was I was like, what the fuck is this fucking movie? He's gonna have he's like at one point he says to her like, oh why don't you uh why don't you come over to my house on Saturday after after the Smurfs? It's so like he's playing it as a child. Like you know after the Smurfs and she's like of course after the Smurfs. Uh but then he has to leave to go help with the float because he promised whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she shows up at the parade and it's like a producer read the script, like, like watched dailies or something and was like, what the fuck have you people <laughs> been doing? We cannot make this, like, she's going to fuck this child. Yeah. So out of nowhere, she's just like, Oh, I think you've been getting the wrong signals. I want to be a guidance counselor. Everyone's and, been getting and, the wrong signals. And help you. <laughs> Uh, get back on track or whatever, and it's like the phoniest. Like it's remember so she comes in as a, as a, in as a substitute, yeah, substitute English teacher, and within a couple of days becomes a guidance counselor <laughs> because that's the way the world works. It makes no sense. She's now, also like you know the the principal who's into her, is, or I guess is, he's the is he the guidance counselor? And he's, he's something. He's a principal or a guidance counselor, whatever he is. And you know he ri- can't he can't talk to her. Girls, yeah, and then. There is this other woman who works... Who's like his secretary. Yeah. Who, who keeps shitting on him right. left and right. Now, I actually know what, really enjoy that character. Do you know what that the wink, is, wink, nudge, nudge... Not, I just keep saying nudge, nudge. The wink, wink, nudge, I, nudge. I, he is Ricky Nelson. Correct. Right. And, and that's his mom. Harriet yeah. Nelson. Okay. Now, from a show he, called Ozzy and Harriet. Right. That was, that was uh, an all-American wholesome show. Absolutely. And he also the gag went on to have put, like a... A uh, music you know, career. A music career. Uh, he's in like Rio Bravo. He he won a. I looked this up. He won a Golden Globe for like most promising newcomer male. That was a category. It's a Golden Globe. That's <laughs> real weird. But it, it's in his unless he put that in his Wikipedia. It's there. Uh, so they yeah they at one point he's like, "Am I boring?" And she like she he says that to the to his mom uh, right his actual mom right she leaves. And then, like, a day later, she, he's like, you know, I've been thinking about it. You are boring. You're cute. <laughs> but you're very boring. And then just walks the fuck off. Yeah. No, she goes, I hope, I hope that helps. And she just leaves. <laughs> it's so shitty. And, and he was dead, like, a, like, less than a year later. Oh, really? Yeah, a plane crash. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Died, uh, right? Yeah. Word. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't oh, that's it. too. What's funny is I did a, uh, the last pilot episode I did before the ones we did. Uh, with Mike McRae and Brian Gutman, we did a uh, a John Denver uh, detective pilot. What? Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Also, it's called uh, Higher Ground. 
uh, <laughs> and he flies a plane, and he's a detective that flies a plane, and also dead shortly thereafter. Yeah. The plane crash. <laughs> this uh, canceled is cursed, apparently. <laughs> Preemptively cursed. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ricky Nelson. Uh, so yes, there's this gag that like, oh, and I guess in the 80s, people would know that. Like, do you think? I, I very much would have. Okay. And the whole gag is, is that she keep he keeps saying, "Why do you keep treating me like my like you're my, my mom?" Mother. Like yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, like, yeah. and so the whole there was this weird wink to the audience in this thing. But that didn't work with the rest of the style. And that was the thing is that it. That's the thing we talked about also with Beeman. Pick. Pick a genre right, yeah, yeah. and then and ride that hard, and, and and you'll do all right. This thing kept going back and forth between we want to be last American virgin and have right. some real pressing abortion issues yeah, in yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, also, we want to be porkies, and we want to be this wackadoodle. It was so weird. It's the, so the scene weird. that you were talking about, Aaron, when they. She's doing this weird, like, there's, like, a spotlight on her in the gym, yeah. but it's after hours. It's very straight. It's and a she's blue gel. This, like, she's, yes, this is very much lit, lit properly for her to do this, like, workout routine. And they each come from, like, the opposite side of the gym at these doors. It is played dead serious. Yeah. There is not a moment of, like, goofiness or levity to that scene. Both of them look at her like, this is the woman I'm going to marry. And then it's, like, fades to credits or fades to the commercial and it's like, well, well, what happened to this show? Because a minute ago, <laughs> uh, Dumbo and the, t- the other rapists were like in the woods naked. Uh, <laughs> they get there's, so they they send them over to spy on that scene was so weird. They send the two rapists to go spy on Minnie Lou Ferrigno and, 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 and Kristen Glover get sent to the rich guy's yeah. compound, literally. Compound. With, with a, a million dollars worth of landscaping around this home. At one point, he go, they, they, they're at this like giant topiary, and they go, it's the only way in. No, it's not. Yeah. Like, no, it's not at all. You climbed the fence. That was the way in. Uh, now, also, there's a garage next to you. Like, it's open. I see cars. Right. Like, there's no way the only way in is through a giant through bush. Through a hedge. Like, that's an impenetrable <laughs> hedge. It made no sense. Uh, they crashed through that greenhouse, which would absolutely have, they'd be in the hospital right yeah, now. Yeah, that would have skewered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a plot. So they've told JJ has told them that they're going to have a stripper on the float to put that bug in Bo's ear, so that when he goes and runs and tells the the mean teacher to get right. him in trouble, that he there won't be a stripper, and then the teacher will be mad at him or something. But then Bo finds this out. He drives those two out into the middle of the woods, takes their clothes off, leaves them there. Uh, and then hires a stripper to go be on the float to get them in trouble. The stripper, stripper of course, Julie is Newmar. a 55-year-old it's, Julie Newmar. It made me so sad. Julie that Newmar. Was Catwoman. Uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. It was a Catwoman yes, or Cat, Batgirl? Uh, uh, I believe it was Catwoman. It was Catwoman because she, but from she the was old, Catwoman. The old well, Batman also, series from the 60s. Yeah, yeah, but also... Um, Eartha Kitt was Catwoman yeah. at that point, so I don't remember if she was also. She might oh, maybe Batgirl. maybe she was back, but she was on that. She was in that show, yeah, absolutely. I remember. Uh, yeah, and like uh, also a thousand things. Fucking Julie Newmar, and now she's just like a older woman having to like play a strip, like and a, she like, doesn't a, not happy about it. No, her. and she doesn't even like have a part. It's no, not, it's not she like shows she's... up. She gets on the back yeah. of the desk de- and starts taking off her clothes, and then they're like, "Oh, hold, hold on, go hide in this uh, guy's office, and we're going to make it look like he hired you." Like, and they that said, could have been played by anyone. But, well, there's this idea too. If you're making a show and you pitch it and you say, 
we're going to make a cast of high school kids that you won't know. And part of what the vehicle will be is that every single week we'll have two or three walk-ons from famous television actors for some reason – that could have been done, but play that part up and stick with it. Sure, like, make that would, a thing. They she's, would start doing that, lines. and then yeah. they would disappear into this other... They just didn't... And then the other thing is, why is this show an hour? <laughs> and, yeah. Can anyone in this room tell me why this very clearly half-hour sitcom was made to be an hour? It was so long. Yeah. And at one point... All right, so they... I have to get back to this. They, uh, they strip... Mini Luferino and Chris McGlover naked in the woods, miles from home, and they leave him there. Uh, and Mini Luferino goes, We can't go home like this. Our families will kill us. Why? Yeah. Because you're nude? Because you're naked? Like, just explain. Just go, Oh, these horrible people did this to us. <laughs> that's what it I meant. It makes no sense. But that's what I meant by it seems like there was no rewrite because it seems like oh, yeah, yeah. that would have been a placeholder. Like, there needs to be a reason I need to come back to I what the come reason back to this is. to explain why they have to go to the high school as opposed to their house. Yeah. And so you were like, Oh, um, yeah. So you throw in, like, we can't go home. And you're like, Ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, our families will kill us. And you, and you put brackets around it. Like, right. there's a reason I need this to be here, I, but this will. And then someone was just like, oh, fuck it, I don't want to rewrite it. I'm, I'm off my Coke binge. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. leave it the way it is. Because just a second reading, someone would have said, why? The yeah, question yeah. you just asked, why would their family <laughs> kill them yeah, for coming being home? victims of some horrible people. You know, my family hates nudity so much. <laughs> I have to shower with pants on. Yeah. Uh, they do what you said prior, which was tie all the threads up, like, dude, where my car stopped. Right. Better in this yes. than they did in the other one. There were there were more reasonings and it um, and it made some sense. It's still not good. No, it's still not. It's still very not. Good. It's all. I mean, it's terrible. It's it's terrible and uncomfortable. Yeah, but like until the the change at the end where she's like, "Well, no, I'm actually just wanted to come over and and set you straight or whatever." Yeah, that whole storyline made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, and not in like a oh, this is cute or whatever. He's got a crush on a girl. It was like this woman's a predator. Everyone is okay with it. It wasn't funny. It was awkward and uncomfortable. Uh, and then when the flip happens, it just made me angry. Because I was like, well, what the f- no, well, why, not- why did we sit through that? But, yeah, also, just if you want her to have a love, him to have a love interest, just make a high school girl the love interest. I don't understand. Like, I guess it was so that the Ricky Nelson could have something to fucking do. But just give him something to do. Have him be on the teacher. But the way the flip happens, too, where oh. she goes... Hey, you know, I'm a teacher and you're right. a student. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're right. It was, first of all, so you're this suave, debonair, uh, devil-may-care character who wears a Hawaiian shirt all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you're the, the guy from uh, a Weird Science. Yeah. Or, not Weird yeah. Science. What was the? Uh, Real Genius. Real Genius. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're the guy who's going to be in college for 10 years and, and everyone will love you. You're the party right. guy. You're PCU. And then a woman and you don't try to win her back you're not you don't actually win her there's nothing you just go yeah you're right you're a yeah, teacher that was pretty weird. Off, yeah. and then you happen to walk into this girl who's kind of crushing on you and then we see the twin what the Not I, even it, it was there were parts of it that were just infuriating but i will say that when it was over i was happy so that it was glad over. and that's that's an achievement in, in, in itself right <laughs> is there anything else we missed uh, uh, probably. I mean, I, we barely talked about the evil teacher guy, Henry Gibson, who's the bad guy from uh, The Burbs, uh, who I think was the blind Nazi in the previous one. Maybe. Oh, sunglasses. Maybe. Um, they do it. It's very weird. So they find uh, Bo goes, oh, they've got a stripper on their float. 
and he runs up to I don't know the school superintendent or somebody, some higher up. Right, who's who's there that, to judge. Who, who is the? Isn't he the main character from My Favorite Martian? The Martian from My oh, Favorite Martian. I don't know that hmm. show. Okay, uh, I'm a little younger than you. So, not by, by what? Not by a, much. A, like a year, like five years. <laughs> I'm turning forty. Well, my, my favorite Martian uh, was from like the fifties or sixties. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, just. Yeah. Like, I think it was one of the things that, like, by the time I was watching syndicated shit, it wasn't syndicated right. It, anymore. Yeah, and it, no, it wasn't. It was a Nick at Night thing. Yeah. I, I remember seeing. Um, so he runs up to him and he says, and I wrote this down because it's like very fucking aggressive. He uh, he goes to tell him that oh stop we have to do something these kids have a stripper on their dock right and what he said on on, a, on their float and what he says is a degenerate woman a foul lowlife that belongs back in the gutter where she came from right it's just a a nice lady who strips like I don't understand why but, you're so <laughs> mad about it but meanwhile and then, meanwhile they've they've taken her <laughs> off the float and put this guy's wife wife on, on it float. right yeah so when they come by he's like that's my wife. You called my wife a stripper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they go, oh, let's go to your office and talk about this. They've hit her in the office. And she goes, where's my $200? And he goes, "You first you said I'm my wife, and now a prostitute? And I was like, oh, that poor woman went from stripper to prostitute. Real, Real quick. quick. Yeah, so immediately. Um, so they're like, let's get out of here. Uh, let's go somewhere and talk. Meanwhile, Crispin Glover and uh, Manny Ferrigno, <laughs> naked, wrapped in uh, the, like a car cover off of the rich kid's car have hidden in the back of the uh, Henry Gibson's car. So he goes, we can take our car. And the guy goes, first a prostitute, now young boys? And that's like the big payoff. And then he goes, they, even though the rich kids win, the mean teacher is so mad at them that he disqualifies them. And f- the auto shop kids came in first runner-up, which I feel was very unfair to the rest of those <laughs> other floats that had done good work. Yeah. It was like people with costumes and shit. Yeah. Uh, it was like a real thing. Uh, but since they had come in first runner up, they win the fucking trophy for the thing, which apparently is important. by default, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they but didn't even they earn still, that they, shit. They didn't earn the fucking first runner up, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But the insinuation uh, is that that teacher is fucking both boys, boys and multiple boys yeah, and at the school. First of all, that's what the, his boss thinks yeah. for certain. But we've watched a teacher. A, a, a female teacher yeah. fuck a boy for quite some time, yeah. and that was and not problematic. Nobody gives a shit. That we they don't were, want any of this upset. queer behavior on our campus, <laughs> right? Were, it's uh, the '80s. They were only upset because he wanted the teacher for himself. He's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't have what it takes to win a girl from this child." <laughs> Somewhere there's a deleted scene where somewhere there's like an hour and a half. Of <laughs> there's a deleted scene half. where the teacher and the kid get together and be like, "What do you think we could both do this?" Like that's yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, they both they just go like, "Oh, what do you think? Double team?" Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, these were both really bad. I apologize. I put you through. If it. someone if someone's going to reach wants to watch, I think the the pilot. The one for which which would then it's be 83. from I think eighty four. I think it's eighty three, and the other one's eighty two. I think. Okay. The, but the pilot that has fewer, the one that doesn't have actual Michael True. J. or Michael I, Fox I will it. give it that it's a half hour shorter, so that helps. Half hour shorter, and it's so bizarre. I, and also, I'm just someone who loves Crispin Glover. What, anything you put him in, he's Good. always fascinated with me. Fascinated me because he's there. He plays crazy characters, and he's never acted a day in his life. Yeah, yeah, turned, yeah, 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 once you got to know him, you realize, oh, he didn't. I don't think he ever knew he was in a movie. I right. think that <laughs> it was just happening. It was just like every once in a while, I show up and they give me money, and right. and so I'll always watch him in whatever. Uh, so I, I, that one, I'm. I was passable, especially if you got uh, 
some time in a joint or whatever. But yeah. uh, the, the the other one, the movie, it's so like you said, it was a better made movie, just, which made it. Less but because someone was competent, it, the script it's even more glaring at it's, how bad the script because sure. it's boring. It yeah, just absolutely. ends up being boring because it's like, well, this this isn't good. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Whereas yeah. the pilot is just terrible. But it's like, so bad it's that so you're, bad you're, you're at can... least like, well, this is crazy. So, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like watching the room or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pilot is so bad that it's fun. You know, yeah. it's just it's just. And I think Crispin Glover, as 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 strange as that character is, and as problematic as that character is, it was so much fun to just watch. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why are you wearing those overalls all the time? All the time. It's very weird. It, uh, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, you guys, have anything you want to plug? It, this won't be out for a little while. Uh, websites, Twitter's that kind of shit. Yeah, you can find me at AaronBrooks.com or Funny Brooks on Twitter. I have an album coming out next year. That's good. Oh, and uh, what's your podcast? The Lanalax Corporation? The Lanalax Corporation with Pat Dean and I. You should definitely listen to it. I find it very very enjoyable. It's very weird, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, MattBearden.com is uh, where you get in touch. And uh, I have some things that I'm working on, and we'll see what happens with them. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know the deal. At Chris Cubis, all across all platforms. Uh, If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Leave a review on iTunes. It really helps. And um, I, I'm recording this like way ahead of time, so I don't know what the next show will be yet. But uh, by the time this comes out, I'll put a little thing in here that'll tell you what the next show is. And y'all have a good night. Oh, wow.